Hello everyone, welcome back to Let's Get It Out. Let's just get in today's episode and talk about what's been taking over the headlines, and that is Barbie. Barbie has been, all the commercials, it's been all the brand deals, it's been everywhere, everything's pink now, and the movie has really had this like mainstream effect on multiple industries. And I saw Barbie, what was it, last week? No, I saw Barbie the 21st when it came out. And I went with my friend. I went after work. We went after work and we all dressed up in pink. It was cute. And when we got there, everybody else was dressed in pink. And it, it, was, it was like this... It was so strange. Not that everybody was in pink, but every girl just decided like to show up and dress up like they used to when they were younger. And it was just so amazing to see that. The movie itself was really good. Like, it was actually great. I loved the movie. 10 out of 10. Greta Gerwig. Anything that Greta Gerwig I've seen that she has made is amazing. I love that woman. I've never seen her make something that's not bad. Everything, everything, oh my god. I would love to have at least, like, probably, like, one conversation with Greta Gerwig before I die. I love her. Her, The way her mind works, the way she articulates every single detail and just, I don't know, she's just amazing. I, the actors, Margaret Robbie and Ryan, Ryan Gosling did a really great job. I just love, the movie itself is just amazing. I did love the movie. A lot of people, other, uh, other people also did love the movie. And after probably a couple days after the movie came out, I noticed that, I don't know if you guys also have noticed, but at least on TikTok, there's a lot of videos coming up about the Barbie movie and people's experience when they went to go see the movie and like what their thoughts were after afterwards were probably the only thing I ever like just saw scrolling like video after video after video it was just like people's experience and what they loved about the movie and I didn't expect for the movie to have such an impact I know it was gonna be like oh my god it's Barbie like Barbie's just a household name and so, of course, it had to be known for a good while and have a an impact somehow, but not in this way. And most of these videos were how the movie was so important to that person that made the video. And they usually put in the sound of the song What I Was Made For by Billie Eilish. And that is a great song. That's probably the only thing. I've been I'm paying Billie Eilish's at least electric bill. Like the amount of times I've played that song, I'm paying her electric bill. So if she wants to know why she has light in her house, that is thanks to me. But how the movie and how the song go well together and how the videos were made, it shows that a lot of people cared about this movie more than I thought. And in this video, I'm going to explain why that movie probably means so much to people than 
why I previously thought it was going to be. And disclaimer, there will be spoilers in this episode. So if you haven't watched the movie, I'll probably, I probably suggest, if you don't want to get spoiled, I probably suggest watching the movie first, then going back and listening to this. But if you do just want to listen to this, go ahead. You can also watch this and then watch the movie after you do you. But I'm going to first start on why, why is Barbie important in general, general. And so Barbie was invented in 1959 by Ruth Handler. And the inspiration on why she created this doll was by her daughter, Barbara Handler. And so she created the doll. And you're pro- I was like probably thinking why couldn't she just go to the store and buy like dolls? They're still dolls at that point. But... What I didn't know, and also what the movie, like, opens up, is that prior to Barbie, there was only baby dolls. There weren't adult or, like, teenager-looking dolls. And so the impact that that had on little girls was Barbie has this image where you can be anything when you when you grow up however when you're only playing with baby dolls the only thing that you can imagine yourself doing is being a mother or a caregiver and that's the only thing that little girls could imagine themselves as however once barbie entered the picture little girls had so much more and to imagine for and their minds expanded um, oh, I wanted to be a doctor, or maybe I want to be an astronaut, or maybe a president. And it's just so many ways that Barbie had an effect on little girls. And it's not like the Barbie that we have today. Barbie today is just like head to toe in pink. But the very first Barbie had like this ponytail, curly bangs, and then a black and white striped swimsuit so it's not all just in black but after all the barbies of the career like choices it had such a huge impact on little girls and it really opened the minds of them and that's why barbie in general is very very important so now i want to talk about why is the movie specifically so important to these people and why is it just not oh just a regular another movie and The reason why is that the movie brings to light the issues and experiences that women go through and that is very, very personal to them. The acknowledgement of these events is very personal to the people that are watching. And I want to talk about some of those experiences, events that are very personal. And the first one I want to talk about in how the movie describes this is girlhood, womanhood, and motherhood, all just together into one. So this is where the spoilers come out. If you wanna watch the movie, if you don't want any spoilers, I would cut it right here and go watch the movie. It's completely worth it. And Okay, Barbie Land. So in the movie, there's two worlds. There's Barbie Land and then the, the real world. 
And so Barbie land is supposed to represent girlhood. And what girlhood is basically, it's this like an endless imagination, like a symbol symbolism of innocence, just like playing with a toy and just you get to create whatever reality it is. It's just basically a mindset that the world is good. And part of what the movie, within the movie, Barbie has to go from Barbie land to the real world. And once she enters the real world, that transition is a symbolism of like this loss of innocence. And I'm not talking about like a loss of innocence as in losing your virginity. I'm talking about a loss of innocence. I'm going to use like the de- this definition. And it is from Wikipedia, but I read it and I'm like, this is a really good definition. So cut me some slack. And okay, so loss of innocence meaning an experience or period in a person's life that leads to a greater awareness of evil, pain, and or suffering in the world around them. And so basically it's just realizing that the world is not all that good. So going from a mindset that the world is this happy unicorns and rainbows place to once that loss of innocence is taken and enters womanhood, you realize that the world's not all that good as you thought. And it's entering womanhood is also realizing all the setbacks and evil and challenges that comes with being a woman. And a lot of how that movie portrays that is that once Barbie and Barbie and Ken enters the real world, they they're placed in Venice Beach. So they're just like rollerblading down the beach on the sidewalk. And so there's two different moments going at the same time. And so Barbie, once she enters the real world, she's automatically faced with these challenges. Number one, catcalling. She was sexualized. And it doesn't matter what she was wearing. She was immediately sexualized by men. And then that one scene where she decided to go talk to the construction workers, they started objectifying her and sexualizing her. And what I thought was funny, personally to me, is that, a little story time, but that day when I went to see Barbie, I was, before going to see Barbie, I was at work. And I was on my break, and I work at, like, this mall complex, and so on my break, I'm like, I don't want to sit down, I kind of want to go for a walk. So I decided to just get my phone, get my headphones, and start going for a walk. And so probably not even five minutes of going on a walk, I passed this shoe store and there's this man with a wheelchair. He he wasn't in the wheelchair, he was just pushing it. And there's just a giant blanket over the wheelchair. And as a retail worker, I think I can say for all retail workers is that you develop the sixth sense on you know who is gonna steal and who's not it's just kind of like a vibe a vibration that you just feel and so i'm not even like on the clock and i'm just walking i already know he's gonna steal but like 
I just want my 15 minute breaks. I just didn't do anything. And so I passed this man and not only the first thing like I experienced is this whiff of weed. I'm like, whoo. And I'm probably like four feet away from him because then like the hall not the hall, like the stretch, like the width of from like the wall to wall is probably like eight feet. So I'm like already halfway. So I'm very near this dude. And so I go around him. Well, at first he drops something, and then I go around him. And as he's lifting it up, he picks something out, and then he looks at me. He just dead eyes me. And there's just, like, this small moment of silence, and he looks, and he's like, hey, beautiful. So that already grossed me. I already disgusted me. I'm like, ugh. And so I kind of ignored him as usual. I have I kind of just go on with my day. But what's also very, what happened next was he kind of turned toward me and then just looked like he was walking in my direction. And I already got a new pepper spray. So I immediately just grabbed that and just like set it to like, to be like ready to spray. And I, I just started fast walking. Just almost running at that point. And then I looked back and the dude is just standing there as if... It was like this, like, horror movie scene. Like, I'm just... He's just staring at me and it was just the two of us and, like, the entire world. And it was just so scary. And so, after I did one lap around the complex, I went back inside. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to go outside for my break anymore. And that's what happened that I found, like, a connection to the movie that happened that day. And it's just not even, like, an exaggeration. It's just what truly happened that there's a connection from a movie that's supposed to be all fun and giggles that but actually has its symbolism. And not only is catcalling one of those challenges... Being what also the movie portrays is being ignored and disrespected in a workplace. So when Ken is kind of having in the middle of an epiphany of patriarchy, we'll discuss that later. But there's a scene of probably like four men in like suits in the workplace, and they're all having like a discussion. And then there's this woman on the side with her, I think it was her laptop or whatever. And she decides to say something to a guy that lo- probably looks like a boss. And he just puts the finger and completely interrupts her and just, like, brushes her away. And it's... It truly just, like, displays what it is like for a woman to be in a workplace. Because not only are you silenced, you're ignored, you're disrespected. But I, I think you also you have to realize that it's hard being in that same workplace because women tend, women have to work more than men for the same position. It's just, it is. And also, not only work more, but also physical appearance also has a huge role. If you're not, there's actually been studies on this where Women who are wearing makeup compared to women that don't wear makeup are more likely to be hired for a job. Or if they're like, it just all depends on like physical appearance. 
And another one is body images. The way Barbie was basically almost set on, was put on this mission to go to the re real world was to avoid getting cell cellulite. And all women have cellulite, all women have stretch marks, whether you like it or not. And all, just all the body image fears and uh, just the unattainable standards that they have. They have to be young, you have to be pretty, you, ha you have to be skinny. And it's just all like that messed up things that come with womanhood. And as well as, it's just a realization that the world is like a very mean place. And with woman, uh, with motherhood, there's this quote that I really loved in the movie, and it is, we mothers stand still so our daughters can look back to see how far they have come. And that hits a lot for especially someone who is a daughter. The way that mothers have to put their life on hold once they have a child they put their career on the career on hold, their their goals, their dreams, and a lot of like their own personal time. Like I've actually heard like mothers, like brand new mothers, that sometimes don't even have time to take a shower because their ch children is like their main priority and just taking up most of their time. And also, it's sad, but also like general happiness, like own personal happiness, is also put on hold. And I think just mothers become, it's just a message that mothers become way too selfless for their children and with also going through the pains of womanhood and it's just so much for them. It's just realizations that girlhood to womanhood and motherhood is very important to people, all the struggles that go from that transition and that's why it's very important to people in that aspect the next important one is patriarchy this movie displays that so well so basically when barbie and ken are entering that real world ken in barbie land kind of is how women are treated in real life so it's kind of like the rules were reversed in that way. So once Ken enters the real world, he's automatically respected. He's looking, he's looked up in a way. He's like, almost like dabbed up. And Ken acknowledges this environment that's completely different to him and that is patriarchy. And there's a very important scene where he kind of just wanders off for a walk while Barbie's thinking. And he notices that, like, oh, like, everything here is kind of very masculine and runs by, like, very male-influenced. Business, the economy, the workplaces, all the meetings that were taking place were surrounded by men. All those seats that were filled were men. Government is also run by men. All the, especially that one scene that kind of, like, made me laugh um that car the car that was very like bulky and just very masculine compared to like barbie land that was like a little um i don't know if it was a it was like a little uh pink convertible it was a little cute one 
but that whole just environment that was basically very male influenced he took a part of that and it was just so true and how it compares to the actual real world that we live in as humans and a part of patriarchy the movie also displays the relationships between men and women and after Ken takes over Barbie land if you remember that scene Ken's like desire like or like last plans with Barbie is his desire to be kind of his side chick and I'm quoting this is what he said he wanted her to be his long-term long-distance low-commitment casual girlfriend it's kind of it's just a good representation of how a lot not all not all but a lot of men today kind of don't want that serious relationship anymore it's more something as a as if it were to be like a hobby not necessarily it is actual everything you know and what also is funny when ken like once barbie takes over barbie land again and everything's restored to the way it was supposed to be when ken breaks down that he just lost everything and barbie comes to, comes to comfort him and she apologizes for like kind of leading him on in a way but like just not acknowledging his feelings she apologizes apologizes for that and he's like oh i appreciate your apology whatever and then what he immediately does is just lean in for a kiss and that was just so that's so symbolic because it was as if it was like a free invitation you know and also the symbolism that you're never really safe around a man. They they have their heads somewhere else. It's not true for every man. There's there's always that those few. For example, like Alan. Alan is this character that everybody is either a Barbie or either or Ken, and there's just one Alan. And Alan was barbie's friend and that actually truly did care for barbie and so in a world of full of kens we can at least find one alan and there will be an alan we just have to find for them we have to look for it we just have to look out but we will find an alan somehow and the last one i want to talk about that is probably like one of my favorites is glorious speech and if you again if you don't know who Gloria is, she's just a character in the movie. And basically what happens, her it's her monologue. Her, that big speech. If you watched it, you know which one I'm talking about. So basically how it leads up to the speech is that Barbie, after Ken takes over Barbie Land or whatever, she just breaks down. She feels worthless. She feels like she's not enough. And she's having a whole meltdown. Like just all tears, tears, right? And, well, the character Gloria is played by America Ferreira. And I love her. Just great Latina representation in that movie. I loved it. And, And so, basically, Barbie, who is feeling worthless at this point, she, Gloria is having this kind of, like, pep talk with her. 
and is just giving all this sudden speech and that speech holds so much power because Barbie who was crying and melted and not feeling worthless which is contradictory with how Barbie is perceived. Barbie is supposed to be this perfect Barbie is like made or just like thought of as perfect in every aspect career appearance whatever you think of it she's just perfect and so when Barbie is late breaking down and feels worthless as if she's nothing Gloria gives that big speech and what's so amazing about this speech is that women who saw it felt like this emotion of finally someone fucking says it that's what you feel like listening to this speech and I'm gonna deconstruct this speech. So the meaning of the speech is that society makes women not feel like they're good enough in anything. And I'm gonna take a lot of quotes like this from this. And the first quote, which is the beginning of the speech basically, is that we always have to be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. And that's the quote. And that one, like once you hear that, like that click, you're just immediately just invested in everything she's saying and paying closely detail. And this that start of the speech just starts it off. And so within the speech, she just talks about it's the standard to be thin, but you can't ask you can't say that you want to be thin. You have to be healthy and but you have to be thin. It's just that you can't be overweight. It's that standard that everybody has to be thin. And then with career and like wealth, you have to have money, but you can't ask for money or you're probably perceived as a gold digger. You, when it comes to career wise, you have to be the CEO, you have to be the boss, but you can't be bossy or mean. Yeah, we have to be a leader within that CEO. You have to show leadership, but you also have to show that there's, or leave room for others that also want to be in leadership positions. You have to be pretty. You you always have to be pretty 24-7, but you can't be too pretty that you're tempting men or like giving men the wrong impression or giving them an invite, whether it's on your physical appearance or whatever it's you're wearing. But you also can't be too pretty that you're smashing the competition you're like smashing everybody else out of the game or all other women that's in the game and it's just competition with other women the whole speech just acknowledges that there's systematic issues and then gloria within that you there you have to acknowledge also as a woman you have to acknowledge that there's systematic issues but she also says that Oh, but we also have to be grateful. And then as well as you need to stand up and answer to men's problems. But once you are calling out the problems they are creating, you're accused of complaining. So everything you're doing is just completely wrong. And this is probably one of my favorite lines in this. You never have to get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of the line. It's too hard, it's too contradictory, and no one gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, 
that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. Highlight, underline, just bold. I don't care, dude. That is so fucking true. It's not even like an exaggeration. And then there's another one that says, I'm so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself down into knots so that people would like us. Women don't do this just for all this grand attention. Women tie themselves down just to get a simple, small approval in a way. It's not a validation, not an approval. It's just for people to even decency like you as a person. And it's so hard. It's not even an exaggeration. It's reality. And that's why the movie is so special. Because with that, you don't see this in the media or in movies or whatever online. Because this speech is like that, finally someone fucking says it point. And then watching it, when I was in the movie, it was, I'm just kind of looking around and everybody's, every woman is just, absolutely stunned not and just like speechless and it truly shows on how much this movie means to them and women don't like this movie because sexism was solved or rants were granted or women got promotions none of that happened sexism wasn't solved it's just, it's so important. It's just that the issues and experiences were finally acknowledged and just said straight up. And the way that movie, it felt like the movie, I'm, and I'm kind of speaking for everybody here. It was, the movie is kind of messaged like, hey, I see you and I see your problems and it's okay. Like, I understand. And you don't have to go silent anymore. Like, this movie just says it, everything for you. And in a way, it's just kind of like a hug. And what makes it so, so personal is that everyone that was watching felt like their inner child was watching as well. And the movie, in a way, and that's why I'm seeing a lot on, like, TikTok, is that the movie was a love letter to them and it's kind of giving a hug to that inner child that suffered so much and giving that hug and that's why women feel so that's why women love this movie so much and I personally love this movie so I can I've been talking about it non-stop and that's kind of why like the whole movie is getting all this hype and I think, personally, it deserves the hype. The movie itself was so good. The message and the symbolism and everything that the Greta Gerwig and Margaret Robbie just displayed was so good. And that's why the movie is loved by so many people. And that's kind of why I wanted to take some time talking about this movie. Because we, in this podcast, we do talk a lot about pop culture. And this is probably one of the biggest moments in pop culture at least for women as they're watching this movie and that just kind of wraps up today's episode and 
If you didn't watch the movie, please, please, please go watch this movie. It's so worth it. And yes, per, I, like, what's funny is just that people that went to go see this movie, they went for the shits and giggles. Personally, I did go for the shits and giggles. I thought I was going to have a fun time and then go home and then go to dinner and whatever. Yes, it is part of shits and giggles. Part of it is it is a funny movie. It is a comedy. But there's also a lot of symbolism. And not only I feel like women can relate to this movie, but also I feel like just anybody. Even if you're a man, whoever you are, I think you can relate to this movie because there's also some problems that men, that can in the movie faces that men face in the real world as well and so I think if you just go to watch this movie if you want to take it how I took it and just deconstruct and over and microanalyze and everything go ahead if you want to go to the movie for some shits and giggles maybe a cry and then leave and just take it with a grain of salt also go ahead do that but I'm just suggesting go watch the movie it's completely worth it And I will see you guys next week.